0: Well, hello, everyone, again. Um, This time I'm going to post something that I should have posted about six months ago. Um, It was a collab podcast that I made with uh, CJ from uh, Coffee Talk with CJ. And if you guys don't know who he is, I recommend you guys go out and check him out Um, on Twitter. His Twitter handle, I believe, is let's see here at coffee talk cj but um he's recently switched from anchor to uh Busprout. it's a podcasting um, system or platform and he literally makes podcasts about anything and everything uh recently i see that he's been posting most um, or putting up episodes more mainly about video games which are very entertaining and even if you don't play video games. Um I learned a lot about Mass Effect the last time I checked them out. Um but he goes um you know he'll make collabs like the like the one I'm about to post and uh he'll do um you know going off memory, going um like the he calls him spurt not spurt of the moments. Oh what is what are the ones that he talks about? Story times. there you go which are very interesting when he talk which he talks about you know what his experience is living in sweden and uh, i believe he's uh, from bulgaria and from someone that's never been to europe i found that very interesting anyway um i'll finally getting around to posting this after months and months of procrastination so here it is i hope you guys enjoy Hey! Can you hear me?
1: Now I can hear you. Hey, Hi, hey, what's up? <laughs> how Hi, are uh, you? Fine. I'm good, thank you. And how are you?
0: Doing great.
1: I should say actually good morning to you. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
0: And it's what, a it's good, good afternoon possible.
1: to you? <laughs> afternoon. It's more like evening, you bastard. <laughs> <Someday>. <laughs> yeah, you were like 9 hours evening. ahead of me. Yeah, you, was 9 o'clock for me is like 6 p.m. Oh on a oh, wow. sunday you bastard <laughs> <laughs> at least you have a whole day you have a whole day ahead of you yeah how you been
0: are you Early getting up and barely starting the day i, I i've oh, been doing well man I've, I've been busy you know uh lot you know done lots of stuff it's uh but you know what it's funny because i've been listening to your voice on your podcast so it mm-hmm. kind of feels like if i've already talked to you <laughs> does it (laughs) yeah it just feels like so natural like oh i I know this guy
1: (laughs) oh thank you i can i can say the same thing for you as well at least you're not uh, prolonging your sounds and your um your words you know like uh and and so on this this could be pretty annoying when i'm listening to myself but um yeah i think it's different now when you're actually talking to somebody yeah, right. It gives a kind of a different feel, better feel. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or definitely. Or anyway, great. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, welcome uh, to our talk. Happy to finally uh, make it happen.
0: <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally.
1: Yeah. And I wanted to ask, uh, for example, what is your podcast about? So what can you
0: say about yourself?
1: You know, present yourself.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, you know what, though? I was thinking... I, I never re- really say my name in the podcast. I, I I never really say, you know, like you, like you say, well, this is CJ, you know, whatever. You know, I don't think I ever do that. And I was just no. thinking about that. Huh? Yeah. So on Twitter, I just put in my initials, CG. I, I you know, I, I've, li- I, I've liked, I is like keeping like it. like a of a CJ. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <It> sounds like... <laughs> like a knockoff of (laughs) cj
1: right i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but yeah yeah yeah, continue on. yeah
0: you know like yeah um well it's it's my name it's carlos but for some reason i've never really you know put it out there but yeah you know my, my podcast it's pretty much steered towards like personal development and like life hacks you know things like that but I, you know, the reason that I started the podcast, honestly, was not to create an audience and create, you know, like something, although it's nice to have, but it's, I, I made it mainly, you know, well, for one, you know, as a hobby, but then two, for a way for me to get better at speaking, you know, it, it, it was, a, it's, a, it was it, it's a very good tool when when you want to learn how to for example, like an exercise to, um, expressing of pressing your yourself. Heart. Yes, correct. You know. Um and, mm-hmm. and it's a very good way to um, organize your thoughts and have a medium to like express your own thoughts. I-, I feel that, you know, like everybody has a lot of good things to say, but mm-hmm. we never really practice that you know the the delivery of it, and as a result, when, whenever you're trying to make a point or whenever you know you're you're having a conversation, people stay pretty much behind and and they can't really explain themselves, and and that and that's because they don't they don't have that training, I guess, or or that experience on delivering their thoughts and organizing your thoughts and, and being able to easily explain them. I you know I think a lot of people you know lack of mm-hmm. that, and I feel that I was doing the same thing. So I felt, you know what, podcast is a very good way for me to kind of do that. And, you know, if people listen, great. And if not, you know, I don't really care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you should care a little. After all, you're doing all this extra work. Podcast is not exactly like when you're in the car and you just start talking to yourself to nobody. Like uh, <laughs> how initially for me started. <laughs> and and me I was too. like, what? <laughs> podcast this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I even explained it on the collab episode that we did with uh, good, the fellas from uh, Good Life and Midlife. I was just sitting in a car, you know, commuting. Um, I'm still struggling with this word. It's not a word that you usually use. But uh, uh-huh. I'm driving, and for example, I'm not listening to music and I'm listening to podcast or book or anything and I'm just left my own devices in complete silence all of a sudden. It's just topics or some kind of scripts just start piling up on top. I'm starting to think about it. I'm starting to debate them in my head. And then it's just a matter of time when I just start talking to myself. And I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck do you mean with that? <laughs> so I <was> like, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, like a you... person. So I figured, yeah, why not? I can use a mic.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, for, for me, it's, it's not really about that. I, well, I feel like, so Here, here's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. When I started the podcast, right, I started it, you know, it was just like you like you said, you know, just me with the microphone, pretty much recording my thoughts and, and talking to myself in a way, right? I, I didn't mm-hmm. know if anyone was going to listen or not. So I was just being very genuine, I guess, you know, just me, you know, going at it. Mm-hmm. And at first I would get, you know, five, six, seven listens, you know, what? whatever, that was fine. Uh, but then... It got to the point where the on Anchor it'll give you the estimated audience. Yeah. When it hit, when it hit like a, around thirty, I kind of freaked out a little and I stopped for a while because oh. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, people are people are actually listening, so that's kind of scary. So I stopped for a while and then I kind of went at it again. And I think at the height. You know, at the, at the the record high of uh, estimated audience that I had at some point was like 70. And mm. again, I freaked out and I stopped. And then, um, how long
1: are you doing this? Because, for example, uh, the fellas from Good Life and Midlife, they, I think, they kind of started around the same time as me. Just by coincidence, wow. we happened to start around the same time. But uh, I think you have been longer doing this. Yeah. You've been doing this for a longer time. How long?
0: Uh, I would say, I- at least over a year for sure. But mm-hmm. but the thing is, I'm not consistent. It's not like I have a schedule that, you know, I'll have my little um, lapses where I'll record at least three, four times a week and then I'll stop for like two months and then I'll start again. Or sometimes I'll record one episode and then um I won't record anything until like three weeks later. So it, it's very sporadic for me. But I, I never, you know, growing an audience has never been the, the focus for me. For me, yeah. it was just, Well, you know, for once, like I said, you know, it was mainly a hobby and it was mainly a a way for me to, you know, practice my my delivery, you know, you know, become a a better storyteller or a a better conversationalist, you know, kind of reducing those Mm -hmm. ums and us and, you know, which I still do, by the way, but I Feel that it doesn't really matter if you have those ums and us within your, you know, your your speech or whatever. As long as you can project the emotion and the and the
1: intended the, idea, yeah. Like
0: I get like the emotion, the intent of what you're trying to say. I think that's more important. You know, I would rather listen to someone who is very good at projecting emotion and project and, and telling a good story with a lot of ums and us than listening to someone that is just very monotone and takes their time to avoid those ums and us you know it, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely um, it, it, you know you need to practice for that you know true but podcast also is different, a very good way. There are different tastes as well
1: uh, when it comes to the listeners. Um, I right. try for example to look around forums and stuff and I just uh, get to know the type of listeners, how many types of listeners of podcast they are. What do they like? What do they dislike? Uh, I read, for example, there was one that said that, for example, if I happen to hear them, you know, like um, like a slurp, not a slurp, but more like uh, you know, swallow your saliva or you cough right. it up or say prolonged as as and so on. He says, for example, that's a complete turn off for me for that podcast doesn't matter what the message is what's uh, how entertaining this person can be uh, of course there are different people as well i for example i try to be here on a uh, microphone here in um, so-called quote-unquote office not completely <clears throat> done. maybe you hear some echo but i'm not using the microphone itself i'm using hands-free now but um you know i everybody is responsible for setting their own standard for their own podcast If, for example for some it will be a turn off when they hear somebody who is for example on his headphones commuting and that's how he's making his podcast but there are other people who for example are attracted to that or find a charm in it like uh, i do for example i'm not picky at all um about the podcast so for me it's important what they talk about if it's interesting right. and if it's the content Exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's why I listen to you all the time. Also, the other thing the other thing I thought to myself when I was like some people ask why would you like somebody who is, for example, on his headphones and doesn't have some kind of a professional setup of sorts, it'll be like, Well, for the, some reason there are some people who like uh, electronic music that is called Loha Lo Fi, I think it was called. Right. Yeah. Yes. I tried to listen lo fi, I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like <laughs> I've listened to this high-quality music, and all of a sudden, it just drops. It just drops. Somebody put me in the '90s, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I listening to right now?" <laughs> I think you need to spend like another week on the formula, my friend. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> all. So,
0: yeah. But yeah? Content, but is- yeah, I mean, I think it has to do. I, I I think for me, the content is more relevant, right? I mean, <laughs> you can listen to someone who has like the best equipment, but if they're talking about I don't know finance, and I have no interest in finance. I rather listen to the guy that you know recording on his headphones on on a bus, but is talking about something that really interests me. me you know, mm-hmm. uh, so it, it, it really depends. But um, but like I said, you know, um, you I, and I feel a that that's part of the genuine the 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 genuine side of my podcast is where is that it comes from. That from I really don't have that much intent in growing it, rather than the intent of recording things that truly speak to me, you know, I I record mainly for myself. So if I have a, if there's a topic that truly interests me, I'll record it. If it, Mm -hmm. and, and I think we kind of chatted about this, you know, on our DMs. you know, where if if there's a topic that really interests me and I write it down and I, and I sit for it for too long and I lose interest, I just, I won't do it anymore. It's like, okay, you know, it, it, it won't come out genuine. It, it mm-hmm. won't come out genuine. It, it'll feel forced. And, and, I, and I feel that I'll be projecting that, that forced uh, feeling on it. And it, it's going to be a turnoff at least for, you know, whoever listens to it. They, they won't see that genuine passion when yeah. they listen to it.
1: It's most important for you to feel that it's genuine. And the other thing is, yeah. if that's your podcast after all. Basically, you're the boss. You're the one who is um, giving the entertainment out there. So you're a product maker and you say, that's my product, like it, take it or leave it. Right. Exactly. How is your thought process? Like, um, do you think of something and then just click the record button or you have some kind of a plan about what you want to talk about, what you want to touch on?
0: It's, it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Uh, so mainly like the, the, the first the beginning ones uh, you know when I first started a lot of it was just freestyling I would you know hit the record button and start talking and I literally had no idea where I was going to end up mm-hmm. and as I would just speak I would pick a pick on something and you know just write on that thought until you know I would create a 10-15 minute uh, recording now I do try to to be a bit more organized i do write at least bullet points and and go from there i recorded a few where i actually wrote a script and went from there and i feel that it went pretty well i, I believe it's it, it was the one that uh, that i wrote about the, the benefits of breakup you know that that was very strategically you know i wrote it mm-hmm. down i did a script and Great episode, i feel the it went well but again i felt boxed in where you know just follow the script and i didn't really like that so if i am going to go that route i'd rather just do bullet points and then filling the blanks with you know with the freestyling i guess
1: uh, well yeah. the figuring out the script itself if you decide to make it as a script is a form of freestyling but you do indeed limit yourself on only the things that you are prepared you know for some people uh they're good they're pretty good at freestyling just right on the moment they can think of stuff but others for example it could take time they they have to plan it they cannot they don't feel comfortable but of course that's up for the podcasters themselves for the creators themselves right
0: and and honestly well and that's why i say you know it's a very good tool you know podcasting you know, if anyone out there is is thinking about you know creating their own podcast, that's that's actually the 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 benefit of it, right? It's mm-hmm. the freestyling, like you said. A lot of people don't they have they know what they want to say, but they just don't know how to deliver it. And I think freestyling it, or you know, we're, well, we're calling it freestyling it, but there's probably a more, more better term for words, it. But, yeah, <laughs> right. There's a prop, you know a better proper term for that, but freestyling it i mean you, you need to practice it you know it, it's like you know you go out you meet a you meet a nice girl and you know you you run out of words you don't know what else to say and and i think it's because of that i mean i think that genuinely you do have a lot of things to say but you're you haven't practiced delivering you know i mm-hmm. feel that you know in our brain we have two muscles one is the consumption of content muscle mm-hmm. and the other one is the create the content creator muscle you know, if you will. And it's very easy for us. It's very easy for us to to train our content uh, consuming muscle. You know, it's easy to just open up YouTube, open up Netflix, put in a podcast and just listen. Mm -hmm. And as you're listening, if there's something that resonates with you, you can you can agree with uh, with that person who's speaking. Mm -hmm. But and, and and you create this illusion that just because you understand what that person is speaking, that you can deliver it Just as well as that person, but when it comes time for you to explain it to someone, yeah, you, yeah, you know, like you, you run out of words. You're like, well, I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's happened to you, but you know, sometimes it's like I don't know how to explain it. It does. Trust me, it's true.
1: It (laughs) does actually. It happened to me before. I one of the things I tried was uh, to be a YouTuber. And it was around the time, I think it was about 2015, 2016, where let's just say that SJWs, um, the term was a lot more rampant. um, And uh, there were a lot of YouTubers who were basically their whole entertainment value. If you will, was to basically not debate them but destroy them of of sorts, if you understand what I mean. yeah, um, undoomed, uh, bearing. There um, were a bunch of others, for example, that I was listening to, and I was connecting to you know those YouTubers, you know, and I could see the flawed logic of the social just wars and just these things that are gone out of control. And I thought to myself, and I was like, hey, maybe you know. I have something to say about this too. I'm feeling the same way too. I see the stupidity of it too. And I tried to, I think the best word to say is emulate them. Because Mm -hmm. think about it right now. I feel I wasn't really genuine. I was just emulating. I wanted to find my identity somewhere there. But if it didn't come to you on your own, it's just not for you, I believe. But most of the times people just find it the hard way that it's not for them until it's just, you know, it's too depressing to do anything. You see that there is no effect, there is no point. That's why I, for example, stopped after a couple of months because uh, yeah, I did take, you know, a lot of time making my videos making my points and it was just not working it was not working and actually when I think about it in retrospect I was nowhere near as I would say good as those other youtubers but uh, they had quite a lot of time to develop their skills they're um, I don't know a debating but uh, more like a skill where they try to point they're able to point out the wrong in the yeah that you're delivering yeah it just like it, it it requires a specific part of your brain that it's supposed to be developed in order to pinpoint those things and you just take them all out and i didn't have it i didn't know how and i didn't understand it at the time now i do but i'm not going to go now not, not going to go back to it because i feel you know what yeah i do not agree with a lot of uh what it's called, third wave feminism, SJWs. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Um, I don't really have anything to say. I don't want to engage it. <laughs> not, not yeah, that I'm and, and that's a perfect example. It, by the it's way, like if I try, if I try even now to kind of, uh, if my podcast tries to inherit what my YouTube career tried, it's not gonna work. It's just not gonna have a better result. Even though I'm now, you know, more more able to um, deliver the idea and my thoughts. Uh, I'm more collected after all, I'm now 30 years old. I was 25 at the time. Some people think five years is nothing. Um, sometimes five years can be actually it's, 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 when it comes to, you know, growing up quote unquote, a world
0: of difference. Exactly. It's a world of difference. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I wouldn't try that. I wouldn't do that. I don't think that's the idea of the podcast. My podcast is basically—I—I I think I summed it up pretty, pretty well with the phrase "jack of all trades" because I don't have an identity. I believe I don't have an identity, and yeah. I don't believe I will. And I think that's like the charm of it.
0: Yeah, you will. So, what, what's what's your end goal on with your podcast? What is what is it? What is you know what is your? Obviously, you know we all have various goals, but what is your like your main objective with with creating the podcast?
1: um i didn't really think about it to be honest when i started it it's more like one of those things like i want to be creative i want to create something now i cannot draw at all i cannot play any instrument i don't even know damn the, m- the musical <laughs> notes they can't tell you the difference between them so the rest what i can think is writing which i'm still dabbing doub- doubting about it but um Talking is something that I really enjoy doing. And exactly like this, like I gave you the example with uh, being in the car, just uh, being for quiet for too long and just the topics are starting to come on their own. And I was, th- and I'm thinking, uh, maybe I can attach a microphone to myself and just talk about it. Maybe somebody is going to be interested in listening to. I'm not clinging attention. That's not, that's not it. My, I did the mistake when I was a Twitch streamer that I concentrated too much on the financial value that can be drawn from uh, such type of okay for twitch i could say quote-unquote creative work because it's not that creative Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically yeah you know what twitch (laughs) streaming is Uh, it's brainless in my opinion by this point so for me is my podcast i could say it's more like a something like an open diary where you just a dissection of my brain at certain times. It's just like things that I'm thinking about, things that I'm interested in. You know, one episode, I'm going to talk about a certain aspect of mental health. Uh, in another one, I could, in the next episode, I can tell make you a top 10 favorite movies of all time or something like this. It's just, I can jump from different stuff, from different topics and the end result As what your question is basically, why am I podcast? The best answer I can give you is I don't have a fucking clue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A bit like, and and that's that's the beauty of it. (laughs) We'll see where it goes. (laughs) If it leads to that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. You know, it's, and, and and I feel that that's how I started, you know, Mm -hmm. very broad.
1: Just one last thing. Uh, No, no, go ahead. For me, it's more like um, I tried this approach, which uh, is complete opposite to, for example, the Twitch approach. For me, it's more like if you heard the phrase, um, approach things without expectation and you won't be disappointed. Right. If it makes sense. This is what I'm doing, basically. I'm trying to not expect anything. I don't expect I'm going to be successful or that my podcast is going to grow and become something like, for example, comparable to joe rogan podcast which is absolutely <laughs> of any kind any multiverse whatever it's not possible never gonna happen But uh, <laughs> even if it doesn't work out yeah it's just my way of being creative right it's about
0: the journey it's about the journey about exploring.
1: exactly not the final destination
0: yeah. right and and i think you know the way that you're handling your 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 podcast is, it's very genuine, you know, it's, and, and that's exactly what I said, you know, it's, it's about speaking your truth and not limiting yourself to just one specific topic. I I mean, I know that I, I hover around a very specific topic, a very specific niche, but I don't necessarily think that that is the only thing I can speak about, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very broad and, and, and that's the beauty of it, you know, like it's, it's speaking your truth. And, as you're doing it, you're gonna go back and 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 see what you've created and and that's gonna be like a reflection of yourself and see you know what i I see that i'm I'm leaning more toward this topic, so maybe that's something to explore you know and it mm-hmm. it's a, it's all about enjoying the journey and discovering what truly interests you along the way, you know
1: exactly. I agree fully. Yeah. yeah. Um, the good thing about uh, the name of your podcast, for example, it's Simple Theory, is like basically a theory. Everything can be theorized. So in a way, yep. if you think about it, you can actually talk about pretty much anything you can think of. You're like an open book in this case. Now you, Correct. I've noticed that uh, mostly you are oriented towards, um, you know, self improvement, like um, life hacks, guiding of sorts. But also, can you can talk about a bunch of other stuff as well. Of course, you are the podcast creator of that podcast, so you do decide uh, in what direction does your podcast go. The good thing is, names like the podcasts can be pretty damning and limiting thing if mishandled do you agree with that
0: oh no i definitely agree you you can very you you can corner yourself depending on on the title you know Mm -hmm. um and and there's and there's so many out there you know there's so many there is the you know out of the top of my head you know and i've listened to some of them you know because just the, the title of the podcast is so interesting there's podcast. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of them, it's called The Book of Lies. It's these two girls that all they talk about is, they pick stories where, you know, there's someone trying to commit fraud or committed fraud or did some sort of cheat, you know, cheating the system or, or cheating mm-hmm. on their wives or whatever, and they dissect that story. And that's pretty much all you'll find in that podcast is I think I've stories noticed
1: it about on YouTube. People. I think I've noticed it on Twitter. I'll check it out differently. It sounds interesting. Yeah
0: um (laughs) yeah there is there's podcast about you know being single you know like this you know living the single life in your 40s just like this girl where she's 40 years old and and she's still single and it's just that's all she talks about it but it's very you know you have to be careful with the name because you you, I mean at least me I, I wouldn't want to limit myself to one specific topic and then you know pretty much cornered. your name is and, good
1: and... you're not actually able to be cornered simply because of the theory it's a theory that uh, you cannot right. be cornered for example here this could be an episode i was like why is my name not limiting me when it comes to picking topics well that's a theory right. that's the theory but yeah. for example when you mentioned um, this podcast uh, with uh, a 40 year old woman that is single like what happens if one day she is married Right. Can't talk about her life anymore. She'll,
0: she'll have to change. She'll have to change her title. Exactly. <laughs> that's or exactly. when she's 50. Exactly. So that, that title will only work for 10 years.
1: <laughs> uh, let's hope. Let's keep fingers crossed. <laughs> of course. She'll have to switch it to 50. <laughs> that's true. But my name, for example, Coffee Talk with CJ, like what I said, for example, to uh, Good Life at Midlife, um, I think it, in in the back of my head that this is still like a work title. It's not really set in stone, to be honest. And also the other thing is that uh, one thing that I I didn't like, actually the fact that I used the word talk because talk, I would assume it's something like right now what we're doing, you and right me, talk that it needs to involve minimum two people. That makes it a talk. Because I agree. If it's only one person, that's, a monologue. A that's, monologue. <laughs> that's boring. It's not, uh, but I couldn't call it coffee monologue. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to attract a lot of people. <laughs> but, right. DJ, for example, that is actually um, abbreviature to uh, my persona from Twitch, which it was Coffee Junkie. Because I drink a lot of coffee. And by the way, I'm go- we're gonna, you're going to have to mention, by the way, for those who haven't heard yet about uh, that seven-day no caffeine challenge. Because I really found it interesting. And um, I have to brag a little bit. I, di- I did limit my coffee consumption a little bit. And I do feel a little more energetic and maybe a little more calm, to be honest. But um, well, I don't know how much you remember from uh, the uh, collab episode with uh, Good Life
0: Midlife. I don't know how many times I'm gonna mention did that you, you drink like that. You drink like twenty cups of coffee a day.
1: Five, <laughs> five or seven tall cups of coffee a day. That was my wow. norm. That's my norm. That but is I, crazy. But I'm doing it for so long that basically my body has become numb to it. I don't. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't get any effect on it. And I'm looking at people with amazement when I was like, I just drank a, cu- a cup of coffee. I'm feeling so alive. Or, for example, we have somebody at home for dinner, and uh, and I ask, would you like a coffee? You know, after after dinner, and I was like, oh my god, please don't, because I will not be able to sleep. And I'm looking, <laughs> at, and I'm looking at them with such amazement. I was like, wow, what is what is food like on your planet? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah and and I was becoming like that to be honest that was me you know and that's the reason that I stopped because I didn't want to be so immune to coffee you know I like that feeling of you know being energetic after your you know first cup or second cup but mm-hmm. what was happening is that I was drinking like three, four cups every morning and not feeling a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think I was getting to that point where I needed, a, uh, you know, another cup, you know, around 2, 3 p.m. Just to to be like, OK, you know, I was getting addicted, you know, mm-hmm. but I I just didn't want to. you know, I didn't want coffee to lose that spark, you know. Yeah. So I did go through uh, a period of not drinking any coffee. Mm -hmm. honestly I'm a little disappointed I wanted to do at least 30 days but I just couldn't handle it I I I think I was
1: too huge of a leap for 30 for 30 days I think you did good that you started yeah small baby seven weeks yeah good
0: I'll try it again but my thing is you know it's it's just so hard it's so hard I mean after drinking coffee for years it's it's difficult to not you know drink any coffee Mm -hmm. but um I definitely felt a difference. Um, for, for example, I have this tendency of grinding my teeth, which, you know, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. But whenever I'm anxious or, you know, whenever I'm stressing out, I grind my teeth. And I noticed after like the third, fourth day that I wasn't doing that anymore. And, you know, it's little things like that that I was like, wow, you know, there's definitely a uh, pros and cons to drinking coffee you know there's there's things that you do that you know it affects you in a way that you don't really realize Mm -hmm. and um the other thing was you know it it was more psychological i felt that i was not being as productive as i could be but at the end of the day I, i was still producing you know at work i was still doing my work but there was this feeling that because i didn't feel that part of you know finishing things fast that I wasn't producing as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's more of a psychological need than than an actual, you know...
1: I think a lot um, of things are on it. psychological. I think it's a psychological. And I came to that conclusion, actually. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Did you finish your...
0: Oh, no, no, go ahead. Um, so
1: when I mentioned before that I used to be a hotel entertainer, so we had to deal with some... Well, I'm not going to say a lot of nationalities, but at least four or five different nationalities. And one of the tough ones for me were the French because I couldn't speak French. And most of the times, French was not really a preferred language for the, for the entertainers, especially for for, this, for example, the fact that I work with TUI in, from Switzerland and my colleagues were German. So I was mostly was mostly turning my attention towards the German folk, and the French were almost left out. And I remember one time, um, that's also due to the period of where I was uh, going from five to seven talk-ups a day, and I figured that this amount of coffee, the only effect that it has on me is basically it's numbing me down like in a way of I'm not going to explode in your face. The, the more coffee I've had... <laughs> The less of a chance, like you can start even punching me in the face, and I will be still like, How about you calm down? Huh? Let's calm down. Huh? <laughs> so that day, I like I three cups, <laughs> only three cups, or something like this, less. And then I was approached by two older women, uh, French, if you haven't figured. <laughs> and <laughs> fr- I, my French is enough to understand what they mean basically animation zero. Like, animation zero, it's bad. Nobody's talking French, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just listening to them. And I was like, okay, yes. And I do the standard thing. Yes, I understand. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. You're fully right. Absolutely. We'll work on this. And then I just walk inside and I just go to our, quote, um, cool. Like backstage, where because we have night shows and all that, and we have the backstage, and I had two colleagues that were sitting there. I think it was making some inventory of the costumes or something. And I just went in the moment I closed the door, and I was just like, three, two, one. Those bitches, those pieces of shit. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and I was, and I was just, I couldn't control it. They were like, "Jesus Christ, calm down, calm down." It's like, what am I gonna calm down? Those fucking bitches. Do you, do they know what we're working on? Blah blah. And then that's the moment when I understood actually that this is the only effect that the coffee has on me.
0: And yeah, like, I, th- I think that's people. called being addicted to coffee <laughs> in a way. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: also when I said, I said I did limit my coffee consumption too and i actually noticed that i was calmer i was somehow calmer i wasn't so anxious nervous or stressed out of course there that are so typical odd. things typical things during the day that can stress you out you know but uh i did feel some kind of um elevated feel of um, calmness i can
0: say yeah i, I think that's called being addicted Coffee. <laughs> I think that's what it's called I think it would, too. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it would be the opposite for me. I think if I have too much coffee, that I would be so jittery and anxious that I would explode easily.
1: <laughs> maybe to each in its own. Maybe, yes. maybe we have different experiences, but I don't know. Right. But it, it's all about.
0: It's all about uh, your your kidneys, you know that. It's all about your your adre- adrenal system. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, you know, caffeine really affects your your adrenal system, and um, if you are very addicted to coffee, that means that your your kidneys are reliant. They they need the caffeine in order to produce a certain amount of um, uh, adrenaline, and mm-hmm. and that's where it all comes down to, you know. But I think I would be the opposite. I think I would just be like. you know, I I would explode. I'm not sure if it's happened to you, but it would happen to me before
1: the adrenal gland when I started.
0: Yeah. When I started working out, I mean, after a workout, you feel great, right? You feel amazing. You know, you, you, you work out, you take a nice cold shower, you feel refreshed. And I noticed that for the first few weeks, when I started working out, I would get, you know, very angry pretty easily. It Mm -hmm. would take nothing to get me upset and I was like why the hell is that Mm -hmm. why is it that I get so angry out of nothing you know like something simple would just set me off and um I believe it was that as I was working out I was readjusting my 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 adrenal system and it it was just easily for me to to spark up and, and I think the same happens to, to my brother. Now that I'm remembering, he works as a waiter, uh, as a server in a restaurant. And he did tell me that when he drinks a little too much coffee, mm-hmm. he gets he gets into arguments easily. You know, if somebody is fighting off a bill, you know, if if, if somebody's feeling that they're being um, charged of extra or, or fighting for not fighting, but, you know, arguing over petty things mm-hmm. that he feels like he can set off really quickly. But that's only if he drinks that, you know, that extra cup, you know, a little too much coffee. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think everybody's <sighs> different. But for you, I think maybe you're just so used to the caffeine that I think at this point you, you I'm need like, it, a, you need <laughs> it to feel normal.
1: <laughs> I think uh, at this point I'm like adrenal glands. My body's asking, what? What's that? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's how I am. But by the way, when you mentioned now, it's, uh, did you say your brother that works uh, in a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. And when you mentioned uh, arguing about the bill, I keep when somebody mentions it, I keep thinking about. Uh, have you seen the movie
0: Reservoir Dogs? You know what? That infamous,
1: that infamous scene at the at the breakfast. Um, diner you have to see that movie you always see it yourself it's tarantino movie <laughs> you always see yourself you have to see that movie you just yeah they have that actually you, even you can actually google it um you know reservoir dogs uh, the diner scene and just there you're gonna i just i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say what it's about i'm gonna leave it for you to, you know see it i think on, i think the movie's on netflix i'm not really sure Is it? uh, I think maybe. But the thing is, my Netflix can be different than yours. There is a difference between. Yeah, which is kind of redundant. I'm such a The Flash fan of CW, The Flash. And Uh everybody has around the world has seen already season five and only two weeks ago we finally got to have season five and i'm like are you fucking kidding me i was like spoilers have been from left to right <laughs> already," and <laughs> i haven't seen it it was like you asked the yeah, other thing that i was thinking um by the way i want to say also uh congratulations on uh signing up for the marathon it, was it in washington dc
0: oh thank you uh <laughs> No, it's actually here in Los Angeles.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it like a charity marathon, or is it uh, like... A- no,
0: it, it's it's a it's a very big marathon. It's it's a, it's annual every every year. It's been going on for you know decades, mm-hmm. uh, but it's very famous. I, I don't think they do it for any charities, although a lot of charity charities do sign up so it's literally thousands of runners that that do it every year but it's not and like it's a like an every...
1: event of sorts
0: no yeah a lot of charities join in Mm -hmm. Uh, and they do their own fundraisers along, but it's, it's mainly just, you know, an, uh, LA thing that they do every year, every March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be my first marathon. So I'm a bit nervous that, uh, the most I've run in my life is about like 11 miles and I couldn't walk for like four days. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be 26 and it's, you know, a little over doubled of what I've run, you know before so it's gonna be interesting but
1: this is all like in one day or is it
0: yeah no no yeah Uh it's it's one day you just start from start to finish it run 26 miles as fast as you can and good luck and it's gonna be interesting and i and i got nervous because as soon as i signed up i got sick and i haven't been able to train Mm -hmm. so it's like just my luck i know it's just anxiety is building up and I can't wait to feel better so I can start training.
1: Is there anybody from your social circle who is also going to join you at the marathon?
0: No, I'm the only weirdo. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I've I've tried to get people, you know, like friends, coworkers, family members. I've asked them to join. I've asked them to uh, to sign up with me and and not even just do the marathon, but at least just go run. And nobody seems to be too thrilled about it so i did find uh, a group uh, that they meet every wednesday mm-hmm. and it's like a runners club so i think i'm going to be joining that so at least i can have some sort of support from other runners that's great it's, that's great it's difficult to do it on your own especially when people look at you and they just look at you and they're like why why are you torturing yourself like that
1: <laughs> that is not really a torture well depends on how you look at it for me it's going to be an apt. Uh, it kind of yeah. is <laughs> but but um, have you have you ever run yes in school and it took me hours <laughs> to finish a <laughs> lap but um i i had a brief period where i was uh, talking going to the gym like pumping up and then um, the boss of the gym here he basically i asked him you know can you help me you know i want to develop this and that he is uh, of course as many gym uh, you know people who are a whole uh, having a gym being the bosses and all that, they're of course um, ex gym freaks. Uh, I don't know call them gym rats or something like that, or ex bodybuilders yeah. or something like this. So they always have something to tell you or something to uh, correct you on. So he said, yeah. just go to the elliptic, uh, go to treadmill, and just you know run for five to ten minutes or walk for thirty minutes, and so you know that's a good warm up uh, before every train and. I've been doing that, and I could say if I have en- something to occupy my attention, I will be able to like walk or maybe slow jog for about 30 minutes or so. I remember you were talking in one episode. I think you you mentioned it in your one that you said that you were going back to the gym after three weeks, and then there mm-hmm. was one more episode that you were talking also about being in certain type of like when you're in the zone, which is when you concentrate enough to just you know, just go for it. Just uh, have something to listen to so you can pass the time better. It was also part of your yes. um, yeah. So um, when it comes to running, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. So don't <laughs> don't take me up to that. But. Uh, <laughs> I started karate girl pushing, for example, and uh, definitely I'm getting my air out of my ass, so to speak. And this is <laughs> this is all about punching and kicking there, and it's hard, but uh, definitely it cannot compare it to, you know, like running, like a marathon. And I have to say that I do have a deep respect for people who can do things that I cannot, one of those things. So definitely, as you know, I respect you. I respect Thank you for you. that deeply. And yeah, I wish it, you good luck. When is it going to be?
0: It's gonna be in March. Middle of March of next year.
1: hmm Is it going to be televised? Do you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, they televise it. It's 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 every year, you know, rain or shine. You, you have know, to say which it.
1: number you are, so we have to so I have to look. I have to go and find you on the
0: <laughs> Yeah. It, it'll be it'll be a little hard to spot me, you know, given that it's like literally thousands of people, mm-hmm. you know, joining. But yeah, I'll definitely you know i'll i'll post something on twitter i'll post my number there mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's good that will be great i will try to find and make some yeah. screenshots of the times when you awkwardly yeah. look <laughs> 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 that yeah. will be great that's running, awesome
0: yeah Ru- running is it's it's more mental than physical to be honest it's after run after an hour or an hour and a half especially when you don't have the headphones cuz I haven't looked at the rules, but I believe you're not allowed to wear, you know, headphones to listen to music while you're doing the marathon.
1: Yeah, you have to but, give you know, yourself after, completely.
0: Yeah. After a while, you know, after an hour or an hour and a half of running, the, the way that I think about the way that I kind of talk to myself when I'm running and I feel like giving up is like, okay, if you haven't given up, if you haven't stopped after 40 minutes, what makes you think you're going to stop after 41, mm-hmm. you know, or if you haven't stopped at 50 minutes, what makes you think you're gonna stop at 51? The same, you know, and I just keep telling that to myself as the time goes on, or as you know, if I haven't stopped at four miles, what makes me think I'm gonna stop at the fifth mile and just keep going? Mm-hmm. After a while, you just get bored. You get extremely bored. And it's not even about being tired because your body produces, I don't know what is it, like lactic acid. I don't know, some chemical that happens in you that you're just numb. You literally don't feel anything. And as long as you can keep that rhythm and being able to, uh, well, for one, not injure yourself, because as soon as you get injured, it's game over. Mm-hmm. As soon as you learn how to properly run so that you you don't get injured. And as long as you keep that rhythm to be uh, taking in the right amount of oxygen to just keep going and not get tired, you can run for hours. And after that is just mental.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, you know, you get bored and it, it's more mental than than uh, than anything else. When you feel like you want to stop, you think that you're literally dying. You know, you feel like that's it. You know, you uh, your body, your, your mind will start telling you uh, or creating stories that, if you don't stop, you're you're gonna have a heart attack, <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know you're breaking a limit that you've never broken before, and and you feel like you're not gonna you know it's not gonna end well. But once you you're able to just get rid of those negative thoughts and and get rid of that boredom and just be able to zone in,
1: are you gonna try you to, to psych yourself in hours. somehow?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I talked about this and I'm not sure if you if you listened to it, but there was one episode that I made about meditating while running.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and that it, was the one it, that was the one that I meant. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, so and it's like you, you can listen to music and run and it's great, you know. You you sink in with the rhythm of the songs and you can run for hours and you don't get bored because, you know, you can listen to as many songs as you want. But after a while, even the music doesn't really do anything to you because you stay you you start getting bored. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really start to uh, just sinking into the into the, uh, the silence. You know, you're running. You're not talking to anyone. You don't have anything to listen to. And you're just running. You're you sink into yourself and you can. At least for me, what happened was that I was trying to keep my my brain entertained and not think of the pain, the physical pain that I was going through mm-hmm. and and meditate, you know, just kind of separate myself from from my body and and, and not think about the, the physical difficulty that I was going through. But after, you know, a few minutes, I realized that it was quite the opposite, that I had to sink in into the pain to, you know, to uh, uh, embrace it. And as soon as you embrace that pain and as soon as you you say, you know what, we are not stopping regardless of what you're feeling and this is it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, you can truly just zone in and, and just go for hours. And it's, it's incredible. It's, very, it's a very mental sport. Very mental.
1: Not so much physical as mental, basically. Right. The zone to put yourself in the zone. Like for a moment just to imagine, you know, being on this marathon. I'm just turning a corner, you know, there are people, you know, watching and all that. And it's like there is, you know, white noise around around me, you know, people talking, cheering, booing, whatever. And I don't have a headphone. I'm by myself, like I imagine myself so I'm far away back in the pack, <laughs> so to speak. And I'm just <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, I was like, holy shit, this is actually crushing me. I've I feel some kind of a mental crush. I don't know if you get what I mean yeah. by that. Yeah. How do you protect yourself yeah. from that? Do you, for example, start to do your whole taxes all the way from first mile to 26th or?
0: Yeah, I, you, you got to start figuring out ways to to uh, hold yourself, right? You know, you don't have anyone out there. You don't have like a coach or You don't have your family, you know, cheering you, right? So you have to figure out how to, you know, yourself out of that negative thought, you know? Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, every time, every time you're, you're thinking of quitting, it starts with that, you know, think, you think that you want to quit, you think that you're too tired, you think that you're not going to do it and, you know, that you can't do it anymore. And the, the trick is in how, how can you take your mind off of that? How do, how can you steer your, your thoughts into, into the positive ones where you're not going to give up? Because the, the more that you stay there, the more that you entertain those thoughts of quitting, You're gonna end up quitting. It's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. And it's how do you do that? You know, how do you get out of that? And it's mental, but but then again, you know, obviously it is physical. I'm not sure if you heard of that term of uh, people hitting the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's after once you deplete all all the carbohydrates in your in your muscles and in your bloodstream, and you lose all the salt, all the sodium, your legs literally disconnect from your brain, and you you can't control them anymore. So people just fall on their face and then they can't move. So it is, it's both. And those negative thoughts are there to protect you, to avoid getting, you know, from hitting the wall. But, you know, you just got to not listen to it.
1: <laughs> um, when you mentioned this, actually, it kind of now hit me with an old memory when I was a kid. I think me and my class, we were on some kind of a trip and we had like, let's say like five, I'll put it five miles <laughs> I d- I'm not sure exactly. It's like five miles, but this is walking. This is walking. This is just through nature, through through forest, through uh, forest path. Like a hike? Said. Like a hike, yeah. And yeah. I remember that I wasn't really the fittest of all, not at all. And I was like somewhere at the back of the pack. And we have passed, like, I would assume... Now, I'm trying to convert it in my head in miles. I would say, like, somewhere on the second mile... I was like already in I'm going to quit mode. But the problem is I cannot quit because I'm nowhere near home. I'm with my classmates. And in order (laughs) to go home, I actually need to make it all the way through the hike. And I remember, you know, kids were making fun of me. I was at the very back. I don't know what happened to me. It's just one point like somebody just in the back of my head just flipped a switch. And I just turn into what i could only describe as being robot i was like a robot i just started left right left right left right just looking forward like a, like a like a robot not sensing anything not hearing anything and at the very end of the hike i had passed everybody and actually, yeah. the teachers, some of the teachers were actually having problems to keep up with me <laughs> around the around the eighth <laughs> mile or something like that. And only in the end, until the end, we go to the bus uh, to take us all the way home. I That's where I kind of felt like I snapped out of it. And I was like, yeah, what that's happened? That being in the zone. Like what happened? And I was like, "This. I think this is the only time I've been genuinely in one, what people call being in the zone which is something that athletes yeah. uh, are know this very well. And you know this well as well through your meditation, for example. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. Like something happens in you and you just break through and it just becomes easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, for a, for a period, you're, you're going to go back eventually. But for a period, for a, for a while, you'll just be in that zone and, and you, you feel invincible. You feel like you just can't keep
1: going. I'm more like I felt like I was numb not really invincible but more like numb but I but also felt like I could take any hit from anywhere right I could take it not gonna be the hero but I could definitely take a beating (laughs) so to speak you're right
0: you can keep going
1: Yeah, exactly. That's weird. And I was like, I've I've been thinking about it. When can I get into that zone again? And I never get to, but I don't know if I'm doing (laughs) anything wrong or I'm just not pushing myself enough. But for me, I think the One of the keys is basically mentally you need to go like the bottom. You need to get to the bottom in order for you to start climbing up. If that makes any sense.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I agree with that. Experience stuff like that, you know, where you have to really hit, um, not rock bottom, but you know, just get into a very uncomfortable state. So uncomfortable that there is no other option than just to keep
1: going. Just feeling so low that your body basically says, you know what? Enough is enough. Get your yeah. ass up, something like that. Exactly. Yeah, I respect you deeply for just even just for participating in the marathon. I wish you good luck, and so to win that you. marathon, or even at least to finish it. And I'm like I said, I deeply respect you for that. I wish you good luck, and I will definitely look for that marathon with great interest. I don't know how the time zones is going to be, but um, definitely if you find yourself somewhere on the highlights, you have to post it. Yeah, definitely. And you have to make a definitely. episode at least one hour long about the
0: matter. <laughs> about yeah, just just kind of going over my experience as I go through and and just describing all the times I feel like quitting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. That would be interesting. That I would love to actually hear. That would actually would love yeah, awesome. If yeah, yeah,
0: it's, so. it, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, like I said, you know, I it's and it's giving me anxiety because as soon as i signed up i you know i got sick and i haven't gotten the chance to to train so i, I i'll feel better as soon as i start training
1: well make sure you do that because i think for 26 <laughs> miles you're gonna need it <laughs> you're gonna need it you can do, you can do 11 i'm sure i cannot make one <laughs> i cannot make one mile oh, come on okay everyone can okay. do more good day two on a good day <laughs> 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 but anyway well by the way should i call you cg in that case
0: yeah yeah and like i i th- like i said i wasn't i hadn't really thought about it you know i i had i don't know what i call myself in the podcast but yeah cg is good that's that's what i have on my arm
1: okay that's my
0: name in there that's
1: great that's great cj so CG and CJ. CG and CJ. Exactly. Who's a knockoff? <laughs> Nobody knows. That's the end debate. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that is great. That is great. Well, CG, I think we had a wonderful time having this conversation. and yeah, It was awesome. It was awesome. You think, you, I think you were a little nervous about it. Were you?
0: Uh, well, I, I didn't know how to start it to, to be honest. I was like, was this your I... first time. Yeah. Um, I've I've always wanted to do collabs, but I've never had um. And you know, and I'm glad that you started it because I didn't even know how to do it on on the on the um on the app. So like like I so said, just not not more not yeah? not nervous, but more like I didn't know how to start it off. I, like I I didn't really think much about it other than just like all right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do yeah. it, and that's how you have the most fun, especially if you don't have anything exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean exactly just Prepare. <laughs> And we covered quite a lot of subjects. And actually, I will be happy if um, we can do this again sometime. Maybe I'll. Yeah, definitely. Maybe this time I will be your guest to your podcast.
0: Yes. Yeah. This last one, I was actually driving when I felt. You know, sometimes I'll I'll record as I'm driving. Sometimes I'll actually sit down in a quiet space and and record. But this last one, the the one, the 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 last one I have, Mm -hmm. as I was driving, somebody tried to cut me off and started honking at me and i just went off and i'm like fuck you and i'm like i'm sorry guys I <laughs> and i kept going <laughs> that's something that i should have edited out but again i was like ah, whatever ah, no, make, you it, don't...
1: make it a part of the make it like a part of the episode it is part of the episode actually but make <laughs> it like a special part like a special behind the scenes and i was like fuck you <laughs> asshole
0: <laughs> yeah well i had to stop myself because i'm like oh shit i'm recording i so i just went like fuck you i'm sorry guys you know as i was saying
1: (laughs) it was a funny moment indeed uh like i said i was gonna mention it but i was like keep forgetting and i was like now you mentioned i was like yes thank you thank you now (laughs) we all know we all know you're the best driver yes you're the best driver. No roll <laughs> rages, okay?
0: No rage at all.
1: No yeah. roll rages. Oh, I'm prone to roll rage. Well, actually, aggressive, aggressive uh, conversing with. if uh, I may say so, in a more aggressive way, but so, so far I haven't cut out anybody. You know, just you know, stand, <laughs> going to punch their mirror or whatever. I haven't done that yet. yet. You never know. You never know. I need more yeah. coffee for that. <laughs> more or less <laughs> coffee. It depends on it. Well. Yeah. I think we had a great time and a great talk, CG. And I hope that uh, we're going to do this again sometime as well. Definitely. And I want to wish you a great Sunday at least you still have it you asshole mine is almost finished <laughs> mine is up my day is almost finished but uh, I wish you all I wish you to have a great day today and uh, can't wait to hear from you again and uh, from your you next too. episodes really
0: yeah delightful and and now I, I had fun so yeah definitely we have to do it again sometime Mm-hmm. and uh i wish you you know the best of luck and in, in your podcast as well you know like i you know i wish you continue doing it and that you don't lose that spark thank so you so that much. we can do this again some other time and um you know just keep having fun thank you so much all the same to you as well
1: i wish you all the same as well thank you